There's a trending list right now going around of kitchen skills that every teenager should know before they leave for college. Jeff's going to quiz me and see if I know them or know any of them. Jeff needs your help coming up with his personal brand. And I'm reading a book so horrifying that I almost had to put it down. But if you love true crime, this might be the book for you. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, July 21st. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the shade that the trees in our backyard give. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for podcasts. Podcasts. We have to find the audio (laughs) of Ellie saying um, podcast. Because she knows that's what happens in this room. And she'll like she'll pull the microphone to her face and just go, podcast, 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 podcast which I think is cute. Hopefully it's not a sign that we work too much. She is going to be the only two-year-old that knows how to mix down audio. She's going to like, what if, if, if kindergartners had a podcast, what would they talk about? They well, I don't know because we don't have a kindergarten. I know, but like if Ellie had a podcast, she would talk about color books, Bobby which, coloring books, Bobby. Um, yeah, she would talk about her wooden school bus toy. She would talk about buses because the school bus right now is the toy of the moment. School bus, school, school bus, bus, school, school bus. bus. She would talk about Elmo, Elmo and mm-hmm. Abby mm-hmm. and Bird. She calls Big Bird Bird, Bird and Cookie Grover. She knows them all. She does Tully. I love when she says Tully, Tully. So cute. I have a list of kitchen skills every college-bound teen should know. Uh, Restaurant owner put this list together um, for his friends and family after they successfully sent a few of their kids off to college knowing how to fend for themselves in the kitchen. Okay. So uh, so the list is going viral. I printed it, and I want to run these by you. And okay. see how many of these you know. Because I, you are okay in the kitchen, but I do the majority of the cooking. I can survive. I can keep myself alive uh, do you know, in the kitchen. Do you know how to properly cut an avocado? Yes. Okay. Um, are we going to say how you do it? Or, like, do I have to explain it or are you just... How, well, you tell me how you do it and then I'll confirm if you know how to okay. properly cut it. I cut it in half all the way around. Yeah. And then you have, like, two, like, sides to it. Yep. And the side with the seed in yep. it or the yep. pit or whatever. Yep. You take your knife and you really hard smack down the knife onto the pit of it yep. and pull out the pit. Um, you are 90% right. The pit comes out easier if you actually twist the knife. If you like kind of spin it like. Oh, I do that too. I just didn't. That was like a very small detail, but I Uh, did that. Do you have proper knife skills, including the claw? Uh, Probably not because I don't know. Is the claw the meat claw thing? No, the claw is, have you ever seen a, I should probably learn how to do this, but if you hold your, like you, like you're not supposed to hold, like if you, like if I'm cutting a potato, I'm holding it like this. I don't know. This is terrible podcasting right now. How about this? There's something everyone can picture. If you're Kendall Jenner cutting a cucumber, 
Oh yeah. Instead of cutting it, how she was cutting it, you're supposed to hold like hold one side of it with a I claw. Don't, I remember the picture or the video. I remember it was jacked up, but I don't remember what she did. Well, neither here nor there. Okay. <laughs> the claw is where you tuck your fingers underneath. I don't know how to do it, and I can't quickly chop things. Mm-hmm. So you get a pass on that one because I don't know how to do it. Um, do you know how to grill a steak? No. I mean, no. No, no, no. I mean, I can figure it out. I know you've taught me a couple times, but I wouldn't know how to tell like when it's done. Okay. You don't even, have you made a hamburger yet or a cheeseburger? Yeah, I did at the house where we had both girls outside. Remember you taught me? Okay. Callie said like fairly recently, she's like, yeah, I've never made a hamburger. And I'm like, on a grill or in a pan on the stove? And she's like, neither one. She yeah. had no idea how to do it. Um. How to cook simple pasta dishes. Yeah. Okay. How to buy seafood. I don't know what that means. Be more specific. Um, This is, I'm going to skip that one because this one's fancy people. It's like if you're buying the whole fish. Yeah. Like when are college kids buying whole fish? Do you know how to make a smoothie? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know how to cook eggs more than three ways? Um, yes. No, I know how to cook three ways. I know how to scramble them, I know how to fry them, and I know how to boil them. Right. But if you know how to fry an egg, you know the difference between sunny side up, over easy, over medium. No, I don't know what any of that means. I prefer the terms runny and not runny. You don't know what the different egg terms are? No, I mean, I've heard of them, but I don't know why people can't just be simple and just say, I like my eggs runny or I don't. But there's different levels of runny. Now I have to teach you. Okay. So if you just crack the egg in the pan, like fry, like if you're frying an egg, Mm -hmm. you just crack it in the pan and you never turn it over. You just let it sit on one side until like the white is all cooked. Yeah. And you take it out of the pan, sunny side up. Okay. All right. Then if the, that's the sunny side, then the overs, easy, medium or hard, um, that's when you flip it. If it's over easy, super runny. Mm-hmm. If it's over medium, not really that runny. So what do you put on my hash normally? Over medium? Yeah. Okay. So when you cut it open, like some of the yolk comes out and whatever. But over sunny side up and over easy weird me out. Sunny side up, I think would weird me out. I am fine with over easy. Like if it's not running across your food to create that really delicious like flavor, especially when it's on a um, – what do you call it? Um, where it's on like a biscuit or a English muffin. Yeah. And then you've got like the egg and then you've got like a hollandaise and a, a Benedict. Okay. Oh, that's different, right? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, my point is if you don't have the yolk dripping over your food, not ready enough. Got it. Um, I, Ellie and I figured out yesterday. And that's how- it? Sunny side up and then easy, over easy, over medium, over? Yeah. Oh. And, then, and then fried is just where you pop, where you intentionally pop the yolk. And then just fry it. Oh. Like that would be like for like a fried egg sandwich. Mm -hmm. Like that would be fried. Interesting. I've never popped a yolk. Um, And then the last thing on the list is how to order an impressive but inexpensive bottle of wine. And you've got all the wine stuff down. Impressive but inexpensive. I don't know how to do that. I know how to look at prices and say, oh, this one's going to make me broke. This one is not. And that's how I choose the wine. But you know how to speak the language. Like, you order, like, a buttery Chardonnay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. So you're speaking, like, 
You're I not- can get around, but I every time we go to dinner with like our friend Kevin and his wife has taken like the He's level a one. Chef. Well, he is a chef, and his she- wife has taken like level one of whatever the wine sommelier thing. Yeah, yeah they- so I just I, I like blank out when I'm at dinner with them because I'm like I don't want to be the one to order. I like a buttery chardonnay. Can you just order me? Yeah, whatever. But you do that. We we do that when we go out with anybody who knows food better than us. We're like, you just we we're the people who are like, you know what? You're the chef. You just order. Here's what we don't like, and then we list off like 36 things. Right. Have you heard of the Netflix documentary that? I mean, everyone's talking about it right now, but also I am in a lot of like true crime online communities. So maybe I'm just seeing it. Girl in the picture. Yes, only because it got recommended to us a few times as a new show to binge. So it's a Netflix documentary. It's true crime. And it has been listed by all of these news outlets as like the most terrifying documentary in a long time. Like it's shocking to the core is like, those are, is it a true documentary or is it a fiction show in documentary style? It's a true crime documentary. Like the crime really happened. It's a true story. Yeah. It really happened. So I, you know, have been on this thing where I'm like reading a book a month. I don't know why I started it. It wasn't one of my October Lucians, but it has just so worked out that it, we're in July and I've read seven books this year so far. So I'm like on a roll. And we're all accepting the fact that that you can now say, if you listen to audiobooks, you can still say, I'm reading a book. Yeah, I think we just accept it because it's like, the same thing. I have the knowledge of seven books. Right. So you, yeah. In 2022. I've consumed seven books thus far this year. I have consumed seven books in 2022. So I look and I see on Audible that what they're suggesting to me is this book called A Beautiful Child. And of course it has the sticker on it as one does when they get their book turned into a documentary. You know, this book was made into a Netflix documentary. It's the one that everyone's talking about, the girl in the picture. So I start listening to it and I'm like, of course, at some point I'm going to watch the Netflix thing. You probably don't have a ton of interest in it, even because you're not as into true crime as I am. So it might just be a me thing. But I was like, you know what? I'll get started. I'll read the book. Then I'll watch the show. Started the book. Second chapter, I am terrified to the point where I almost had to turn it off and it made me sick to my stomach is can you give like a synopsis without one scaring everybody who's listening to to the upside like you know having a bright cheery morning enjoying some coffee and like hello i honestly can't because me saying the content like what it's about around kids like if any of our friends have kids in their car like they'll be they'll not sleep for like two weeks okay so it's the second scariest thing that i've almost had to turn off but i keep listening i just can't listen to it when it's dark outside (laughs) but i'm now through chapter five so i like i think i'm gonna keep going with it but it the second chapter i almost threw up in my car listening to it and i haven't done that since um remember when i listened to the was it a i think it was a podcast on the happy face killer Yes. And I was terrified and I was like, I've got to warn people, like, if you listen to this, like you have to have a pretty strong stomach because there are parts of it. Like there was an episode or two that was so graphic that I almost couldn't get through it. So will you not watch the Netflix documentary now or does it make you even more excited for the Netflix documentary? It makes me excited for the Netflix documentary because I. Because when something makes you almost throw up in your mouth, you want a visual to go with it. (laughs) Right. It sounds really bad to say that, but I kind of do. And I think that the Netflix 
I can't imagine it being as scary as the narrated form because when when they're doing the narrated, like the book version of it is like how it kind of played out in real time. And that's what I think makes it scarier. I think the Netflix documentary from what I can guess, won't it be like talking heads and police officers and stuff like that? Like that's not as scary. It's more informative. It doesn't like play out as much like a story as it does. So what's the name of the book? The name of the book is A Beautiful Child. It's by Matt Birkbeck. And and, and what's the name of the girl in the picture? So you have been warned. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. My wife told me to put mayonnaise on the shopping list, and now I can't read anything I wrote on there. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff, 800-434-5454. It's such a great feeling when your teeth are just from the dentist clean. I mean, nothing beats that, which is why I am so excited to have a Bruch toothbrush on my bathroom counter because that toothbrush gives me, like no other electric toothbrush I've ever used, that toothbrush gives me that fresh, clean, just from the dentist feeling. Um, we've told you all the great things about the Bruch toothbrush. We've told you how they have a plan that's going to deliver brush heads to your house automatically so you don't ever have to be stuck with one that's worn down. We've told you about their like weeks-long battery life. We've told you how cool they look sitting on your bathroom counter. I don't know what else there is to tell you except try it. You try it for 20% off. It's a Bruch brush kit and plan for 20% off at bruch.com slash upside. That's B-R-U-U-S-H.com slash upside. 20% off bruch.com slash upside. And there is a 90-day return policy. So if you don't love it like I love it, then send it back and get your money back. But I have a feeling that Bruch is going to become your new favorite toothbrush and all the other ones. Bye-bye. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you are also giving to someone in need. And I think that is super cool. You can be proud of your purchase. I wear my Bomba socks every single day. My go-to is the performance no-shows. I love them because they kind of hug your feet and they like never, ever ride down. So I can wear them with like sneakers just out and about. I also wear them to work out and they never drive me nuts. I don't even notice they're on my feet. And that is a beautiful thing about Bombas. They have super soft t-shirts. They have really breathable underwear and all of their stuff fits so well. It feels like you're wearing nothing at all. And I mean that in a good way. Did you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item that we buy. So far, Bombas customers like us have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. That is amazing. Go to bombas.com slash upside and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off. Bombas.com slash upside.
Summertime with Ellie is turning out great. I love our days together, like today, where we can just hang out. We've had a few hours. It's just Daddy and Ellie, and we are doing all sorts of fun things, including our latest KiwiCo crate. Ellie got mail the other day, and we are going to open it tomorrow and see what KiwiCo sent her way. This is the cool thing about KiwiCo. Every kid loves getting mail. It comes in their name, and when you open it up, there's a fun activity that you guys can do together, but that is also educational and teaching your child some things. You can cultivate their natural creativity and curiosity with hands-on experiments every single month from KiwiCo. And it doesn't matter if they're as young as Ellie. She's 20 months old now. Um, she had her first KiwiCo crate a year ago. Um, but they'll send them to kids of all ages, up to 104 years old. You're going to find something to do with KiwiCo. So if you're looking for the perfect gift for the perfect family in your life, how about a KiwiCo crate? Pack a summer full of memories and discoveries with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month, free shipping on any crate line, just by using the code upside at KiwiCo.com. Once again, that's 50% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line. Just use the word upside at KiwiCo.com. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code upside. We appreciate our upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. Ellie and I successfully outsmarted the garbage man. You know, I have the, this garbage phobia, right? Well, Jeff has like a garbage obsession. It, you you love that it's gone. And I feel like Ellie wants to be friends with the garbage man. Like you're a fan of yeah. the garbage. I love er, I love everything about at-home waste pickup. Yeah. So but why I, are you trying to outsmart them? Because I have a fear that I'm going to do it wrong and they're not going to pick it up. And then, then that's just going to start a whole downward spiral of our garage just being filled with garbage. I know it's an unreasonable fear. I also know that I'm not alone in it. That's Jeff's like true crime horror story is too much trash in the garage. Too much trash in the garage. That scares Jeff. And I I just got, I get the impression that the garbage pickup on our street, they're just a little more rule follower mm-hmm. They follow the rules a little bit more than other places that we've lived. Like they will not pick up stuff that's next to the garbage can. Mm -hmm. They will only pick up stuff that's – and if the garbage can's too full, like if it looks unbalanced, like something might fall off, they won't – they just skip the can. So I I think both of those rules only exist in my own mind. Probably. Those are the rules that I believe. So we're leaving on Tuesday morning. Ellie and I were walking out of the door around the same time that the garbage – truck was coming down the street. So of course we stood and watched it because she loves watching it. Mm-hmm. The noise, the bigness, truck, truck, she's garbage truck. So we're watching it come by. And I remembered that I there was a bag in the garage filled with like stuck garbage bag that wouldn't fit in the bin, but it was filled with like the styrofoam that came those shelves that you put in the laundry room, yeah, like the packing styrofoam and mm-hmm. stuff, and then just some other, like it was a light bag, but it was bulky. Okay. I thought it was going to have to wait a week because in my head they don't pick it up if it's sitting next to the can, but I remembered it. So while the garbage men were coming down the street, I went into the garage, and when they got to our house, I'm standing in the driveway holding Ellie in one arm and a bag of garbage in the other 
which as he got the barrel, I just politely walked over to him and handed to him. And in my head, he did give me a look. He's like, wait a minute. This is, this is an additional. So is it, first of all, I think you're way overthinking this whole thing. I know I am, but were you using our daughter? I think I was, but she was in on it. She's me. Yeah. So she was in on it too. Mm. Probably was like high five daddy, like in her head. You know what I mean? Mm. So I handed him the extra bag. So whenever we have surplus garbage that won't fit in the barrel, which I don't expect to be often, mm-hmm. you know, this week it was only because we got a new shelf. Holiday weekends, et cetera. I'm going to make a note of having Ellie out in the driveway and just handing him. Oh my gosh, you're such a weirdo. The garbage, the time. I am a weirdo. This could be part of my personal brand, the garbage. I, I really, I mean, speaking as someone that loves you, um, I really don't think that garbage should be your personal brand. I have a call with a, a friend of mine who has built up later today. Um, I have a call with this guy. He's built up a pretty successful business um, helping people brand themselves on social media. Okay. And I had like two people tell me last week that if they were – uh, if they didn't know me from like the podcast and stuff, they would have zero idea that I worked in podcasting based on Instagram. Yeah. And I'm like, I, and, they, and they're making a valid point. So I reached out to this guy and I'm like, I think I need, I think I need help shining the spotlight on what I do. Cause when you work for yourself, you have to, be your own advertiser. Yeah. And we, which is really awkward, by the way. It's so awkward. And we both have tens of thousands of people who follow us on, on Instagram. We should also probably be somehow involved in TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like I posted a couple of like cute Ellie videos with songs and stuff. Again, not about podcasting. Not about podcasting. So I know this guy is going to ask me, what are the pillars of my online brand going to be? Mm-hmm. Right now, it doesn't exist. It's just funny. Pit. It's now it's an Ellie Stan account. You know what I mean? It's all yeah. It's Ellie, 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 Ellie. Maybe a dog, but then Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. So he's going to ask me what the pillars of my brand are. I need your. This is what I've come up with. Okay. The podcasting stuff, of course, because that's going to be the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. As we reach out to new business and and we connect with new people, they're going to look us up. I want them to know that we are, that I am passionate about podcasting. Yeah. Right. Um, Gratitude, I think it's an easy one. Mm -hmm. Like that gratitude, I truly believe that daily gratitude changed my life. I know I talk about that a bunch on the podcast. I don't think I talk about it as much as I used to. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I think that may, I think daily gratitude has, has brought us where we are right now. I think it is the reason that 1022 projects exists I think I need to talk about that more. And then third is uh, dad jokes. Like I, So you're just talking about like the business side stuff, right? So you're not like doing less Ellie content. No, but I think there's so, like, I just think there's a way, like this guy took his instant, when he pivoted his business, he used to work in podcasting mm-hmm. and he pivoted his business because he realized he was really, really good at helping people with brand identity stuff. Yeah. And he went from like 5,500, 
no, less than that, like 45, I'm sorry. Yeah, like 4,500 followers on Instagram. He has now over, has over 100,000. And it happened in less than three months. Oh, wow. Okay. Because, so his account is a ton of business stuff, but there's also the occasional picture of his daughter or his right. family or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's always on brand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I just want his, and if he says like, look, you got to, you just got to make it a business account. You got to stop posting Ellie. Then that's not going to happen. Right. Right. But you could post Ellie like in front of the mic, like she same always does saying podcast. podcasting. Right. Like yeah. we were talking earlier. So am I missing anything that should be a pillar of the Jeff Dollar brand? I don't Podcasting, think so. gratitude. And the dad jokes is a new one, but people send me dad jokes every day. I do the dad jokes. You love the dad jokes. I do the Ellie's Comedy Club thing. You love it. I have it in the back of my mind to create a podcast that's just like five dad jokes a day. Yeah. That's just like a silly, that's five, that's not even five minutes long. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just think it's an area of opportunity. So am I missing any, from your point of view, am I missing anything? No, I don't think so. And if, and if you're listening and you think that he is missing something. Yeah, message me. Message Jeff. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing is that there are four fast food chains that are going to be shaking things up. It might impact you, but hopefully it's in a good way. So Subway is launching 12 new sandwiches. They have like a revamped menu and they're shifting away from customizing your sandwiches. So they're going to like, I assume what would be like a number one, a number two or whatever, but they're getting away from the whole, yeah, here's everything you can have. Make your own sandwich. Really? Mm-hmm. That was the one of, that was like the, that's the joy of any sandwich shop, not just Subway. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just like not very efficient. Like, have you ever yeah. been standing in a subway line and yeah. it's like the person in front of you doesn't know what they want or the person making it, it's really slow or whatever? Anyway, I'm sure they put a lot of money into research if they're making that change. So good for them. McDonald's is implementing new rules on their franchises, which means that your feedback matters and they're going to start taking our complaints about their rest, like their stores into consideration when they're giving people franchises. So they want everybody who comes into their McDonald's to have the same streamlined experience. So your voice now matters at McDonald's. What happened to the milkshake machine lawsuit? I don't know. Remember there's like a civil action because the milkshake machine's always down. Yeah. People are saying it's false advertising. Yeah. We all want to know. Starbucks is promising all of us that they are going to have a transformed customer experience. So I don't know what that means, but I'm excited about that. And Chipotle is bringing in a robot named Chippy who's going to be making your chips. So maybe you'll see Chippy around. Your second random thing is for women. This is only for women, but I think it applies to guys too. Do not wear perfume to job interviews. Employers said that they have 50% of hiring managers uh, have said that they rejected an otherwise qualified candidate because their scent was overpowering. Yeah. And this is uh, relevant because somebody gave Ellie a hug the other day that either wears a ton of perfume or had just freshly put perfume on. But Ellie, for the rest of the day, smelled like like grandma. Yeah. Yeah. And my third random thing is, our third random thing is, God, that's such an 
old, I mean, it's a hard habit for me to break. Um, Macy's is going to have a Toys R Us in every store by this fall, which is super cool for Toys R Us, I think, because they've tried all these things. It hasn't worked, but I feel like Macy's and Toys R Us, like that might be a good thing for them. I'm assuming Macy's just bought the rights to the name, right? Or is Toys R Us still a thing? I don't know. I mean, they definitely went bankrupt, so I don't know. This is like their latest thing as to how to make money. But yeah, they're going to be, they start October 15th, so holiday season. That'll be nice or really bad for your wallet. I don't know. And those are our three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. There's like a, you know when it's art, but it's also something else. Like to me, it's a ice cream food truck, like an ice cream truck. Okay. To the person that started it, it's like art. But I think it's genius and I think it could be a whole product line. You can order ice cream that is shaped and looks like the heads of various billionaires and you can eat the billionaires. Who's the most popular billionaire, do you know? So, well, I don't know who the most popular one is, but they have like Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, like stuff like that. So if you're feeling some kind of way about the inflation, you're like, God, rich people, like they're really getting on my last nerve. You can go eat a billionaire. And I think they should let you do that with like your ex, maybe like a friend that, you know, you're not really friends with anymore. I don't know. Somebody that really, maybe you don't like your coworker. I think you should be able to get their name in ice cream and you should be able to eat your feelings about them. That's actually a brilliant business idea. It should be called Eat Your Feel. Like the name of the business should be Eat, Eat Your, your feelings. feelings. And you send us a picture of the person that you hate. We print it on something, send it back to you, and you have a party. I feel like Gold Belly would like that. Hey guys, it's Liz. I just wanted to weigh in really fast on the double bobby. Super important to keep them almost, yes, keep them separate so she never sees two, but then to keep them in rotation so that they get equally worn and loved because when a child loses something and then it's replaced with something brand new, they totally know and it is not the same and then their heart is broken all over again. Um, So you've got it exactly right by having two. Love you guys. Bye. Are the credit cards you carry right now in your wallet, are they doing enough for you? Because with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start building credit with everyday purchases and on-time payments. Because with Credit Builder, members can increase their credit history with no annual fees or interest. And you know this, having a good credit score is going to mean better car loan rates or easier renting of apartments, uh, bragging rights around the dinner table, and eventually things like auto loans and mortgages. All of that starts with a great credit score, and you can start that journey with Chime. Sign up only takes two minutes. It doesn't affect your current credit score, and you can get started at Chime.com slash upside. That's Chime.com slash upside. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA pursuant to a license from Visa USA. Chime checking account of $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact impact on your credit score. Impact to credit score may vary and some users' credit scores may not improve.
There is a really cool podcast that I want to tell you about. It's called Girl Meets Farm, and it's hosted by Molly Ye. She is super cute. She's just the best. And um, she has a Food Network TV show. You may have seen that, or you may have seen her cookbook. She also has a food blog. But she is a city girl. She's married to a beet farmer, and she lives on the border between Minnesota and North Dakota. And she has this cooking show. She is Midwestern. But she's also has Chinese and Jewish heritage. So her cooking is like a big smattering of all of that. And it's so cool. And her dishes look delicious. So you're going to love Molly, but you're also going to love her food. And how cool that the Food Network turned her show into a podcast. So what I love about it is that you can be listening to the podcast, but you can also be cooking. They have the recipes for everything she makes in the show notes. So you can either like listen and then print out the recipe and cook later, or you can cook alongside Molly, which I think is a super great, really unique idea. Now, Here are some of the things that she has on her menu. I'll give you a little example. She has, this is on one show, meatball sliders with a twist, walking fish tacos with crunchy cabbage slaw and cilantro dressing, pigs in blankets, and baked donuts with blood orange, rhubarb, and blueberry glaze. Um, Are you drooling yet? Because I definitely am. Listen to Girl Meets Farm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Britt. Uh, listening to the uh, talk about toy number one, toy number two. Boy, that would be a great, great subject for a Toy Story movie. Having like a, two of the same toys meeting each other and staying away from Andy or whatever the kid's name is. So, anyway, just thought I'd pop, pop it on my mind. Thought I'd give you a call. Hope y'all are doing great. Take care. Hey guys, um, this is Taylor. I was calling, I actually had thought about calling. Yesterday, I actually really love the intro where you give a quick rundown of what's coming up in the show. Um, It just kind of gives me like, okay, this is what we're going to talk about today. I don't know if that's just my personality type, and I like to know what's coming because I'm a planner. Um, But I think it's great. So it's really funny you brought that up today, Jeff, that, you know, some people aren't liking it. Um, But I think it's great. And if you don't like it, you know, there's a 30-second skip button. Just use it at the beginning of the show if you don't like it. So um, I'm... Getting used to the changes, it's just, you know, when you've had the same routine for a little while and then it changes, it's hard to um, get used to that, but I'm getting used to it and I like it. So happy it's working for you guys and thankful you are continuing to try to make the upside the best it possibly can be for all of us. So y'all have a great day. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I'm just listening to the show opener where you guys are talking about the office and changing things up on the show. Office space. I I completely get what Jeff is saying. You know, he wants new energy. He knows all the accolades he's got, the memories he has, all of that. But just an idea, and I had to pause the show um, because I'm about to go into work. So, but just an idea, like why, you know, do you guys have or have you thought of, you know, pictures with the the podcast that you're producing or, you know, at least a a picture of their banner? Um, You know, all of your, your month on month of number one pod, number one rated podcast. Um, and, and, you know, this is just an idea because I listened to this other podcast as well, but certified mama's boy, you know, Jeff had a huge play in that, but I started listening to that because of Jeff talking about it. Um, 
so, you know, things like that, that, you know, and I, I know Callie said, you know, oh, we need more, more features in, in podcast magazines and in articles and things like that. But I think you guys have more than you actually even realize. You know, I think you guys are doing a lot more behind the scenes than we realize as listeners, you know, and, and you talk every once in a while about, you know, oh, we just, you know, help produce this podcast or we just launched this podcast, you know, and those podcasts are all doing great. Um, or, you know, since you guys have been involved, have even grown even more. And I think that's the kind of stuff that Jeff is talking about. You know, he wants the, the current energy, the, the future energy. Um, and I completely get it. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, my gosh. The eclipse. So, funny story. I, the morning of the eclipse, went to the gym with my sister, and we're working out, and I am usually like, uh, all right, let's do one more set, one more rep, and I was just not having it. I was sitting in between, and my sister's like, what is wrong with you? You're usually the cheerleader here, and I'm like, I just am not feeling it. She's like, um, so have you been regular this month? And I was like, no, and I think I have a tumor, and she was like, holy moly, you're pregnant. She literally took me by the hand, walked me across the parking lot, bought me a pregnancy test in Kroger. We took the test inside Kroger in the bathroom and we're so excited, instantly showed pregnant. And then it was the day of the eclipse. So we're like, oh, can we keep this a secret from my husband for the next four hours? Which we did. I was planning on telling him when the eclipse happened, we went to downtown Woodstock in the amphitheater to watch it. And because it was cloudy, we didn't even realize the eclipse happened. Just all of a sudden, the band packed up. So we're like, uh, and my husband looks at me. He's like, well, should we go get some pizza? And I just looked at him. I was like, well, we're having a baby, so I guess it doesn't matter. He was like, what? I was like, we're having a baby. I swear to God, he went in eats and almost bought the whole restaurant. Pizza, beer, we're having a baby. So I will never forget that eclipse that I kind of missed but it is very important in our life. And, yeah, it would have been five years ago because now we have a little four-and-a-half-year-old. All right, love you. Bye. Not only do you deserve to have people in your life that want to be in your life, you deserve to have people in your life that love you for 100% you. Not quieter you, not, like, less opinionated you, just you. You don't have to try to make them like you or you don't have to try to say the right things. You just get to be you effortlessly. That's what you deserve, okay? Because you're so cool. And you deserve people that make you feel good, okay? I love you.